Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's another player profile edition of the HHC. Today, we're breaking down the season, or partial season at least, for Svima Kailuk, acquired in a midseason trade, played very well for the Hornets in the final. 19 games of his season. We're going to talk to Svee. We're going to talk about Svee and his future, not just with the Hornets, but potentially in the NBA at large. Helping me out on this podcast, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, back with us once again. And Rob, uh, Svee Mikhailuk, one of the many fun players on this team. I don't know how much was really expected of him coming into his tenure with Charlotte. He was acquired via a trade, and look, he had not been playing for the New York Knicks in any significant way prior to that deadline deal that sent him here to Charlotte. It was part of the four-team trade that Jalen McDaniels ended up in Philadelphia as a part of. But Svee, I think, really did a good job cementing his spot in the NBA based off his 19-game run with the Hornets. He had his best by his own admission, best 19-game stretch of his career. He averaged over 10 points per game for Charlotte in that entire run, which includes sometimes coming in in you know, end-of-game situations. If you focus it down to the last 16 games where he was really consistently in the rotation, both out of necessity due to injuries and because he earned the spot, he knocked down at least one three in each and every one of those games. And then if you go down to the very stretch run of the season when the team was just bombarded with injuries, Svee not only became a starter for the team, but was really looked at as the, uh, the adult in the room, so to speak, the player with the most significant amount of playing time in the association playing with all the other young guys. And in that six-game stretch, he scored at least 15 points in every game and averaged almost 20 per game over that stretch of time. So really a strong close to the season for Svee Mikhailuk, and he set himself up well now here for his NBA future. Anytime you're able to add a guy that can shoot consistently 40% from beyond the arc is going to be someone that's going to find themselves on an NBA roster, especially in this day and age of the NBA. But yeah, I mean, like you kind of mentioned, sort of an unknown coming out of New York, just hadn't played in a very long time. He only played 13 games for the Knicks before he got traded here to Charlotte. And before that, he only played 32 games in Toronto the season prior with eight starts. So I know he only played 19 here for Charlotte. He ended up starting eight of those and a lot of those, of course, because of the injuries down the home stretch of the season for Charlotte, but I mean, what he was able to do, career high in points, average almost 10 and a half, a little bit over 10 and a half per game. You have to go back to the 2020 2021 season when he was in OKC and he played 30 games to even get to that double digit scoring average. So, what he was able to accomplish this year set himself up very well, like you mentioned. It's one of those things where I don't want to say that everybody was a reclamation project, more or less, for the Hornets this year. We talked a lot about that on a Dennis Smith Jr. podcast earlier this week, but he's another guy that kind of had a little bit of a resurgence here in the Queen City, and hopefully it sets him up well in the future. If you look at Svima Kailuk over the course of his career, oftentimes the conversation is about can he find a spot in the rotation? Does something open up for him? And every time it does, he performs pretty well. He's right around double figures. You go back to his second season in the league. He was playing for the Detroit Pistons, was a part-time starter, averaged 22 minutes per game, was able to knock down 40% of his threes and averaged nine points per game. The following season, he moves around a little bit, ends up in Oklahoma City, 
about 10 starts, over a 30-game sample size. He averages over 10 points per game. Didn't shoot it as well that season, but still scored significantly higher and had his best overall field goal percentage, shooting 43% from the field, at least to that point. This season here with Charlotte, he has his best run again as he gets more playing time. Eight starts, 19 total games, 22 minutes per contest. He's north of 10 points per game. He's north of 40% from three. A really strong season. And so the question is always going to be, can he find those kinds of minutes to show what he can do? I think it really helped him that in his final six games where he had a really high number of minutes, he scored almost 20 points per game because that's just difficult to do on a nightly basis. And Sfi was able to demonstrate that. But either way, it's it's a fun story here to see Sfi, you know, put some pressure, not just on the Hornets, but on the NBA at large to find a reason not to keep him around because guys who can contribute at that kind of level, they're not that easy to find. And people might be enticed by a certain player's potential or athleticism, but there is a very real here and now quantity and quality to Svima Kailuk's game that I think teams are going to want to tap into. He is in the prime of his career. He's 25 years old right now. He's coming off a career year in field goal and three-point percentage. A lot to like from Svima Kailuk. Also a lot to like anytime you get to talk to the man. So we're going to let you hear from him after this quick break. Svima Kailuk sits down with me right here on the HHC. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Now we welcome Sfima Kailuk here to the Hornets Hivecast. Sfee, first off, congrats on a great stretch run here to this 22-23 season. You got traded over to the team there in February, right around the, the trade deadline. And at that point in time, you, you hadn't had a whole lot of run with the New York Knicks it, recently. You were kind of towards the end of their bench. What were your expectations coming to Charlotte, and how did uh, the city and the team meet those? Uh, honestly, I had no expectation. just came in... Um yeah, I was hoping just to get a playing time, and that's what actually happened. So I was just really happy to step on the court and play the game. And uh, yeah, everything was great. City is great, organization great, teammates are great. So I loved it. It was a great, great experience so far. Playing time is so valuable for someone in your position where you're you're trying to compete for that next contract, and it's difficult to do without the time on the floor to really show people. How much do you think you helped yourself and your stock for the future, Charlotte, or anywhere else with what you were able to accomplish the last fifteen to twenty games? I hope I helped myself. Yeah, it, it, it was. Like I was saying, it was just great to step on the court, but uh, again, playing extended minutes and uh, be pretty efficient with it and uh, help my team win as much as I could in any any aspect. Yeah, I feel like it was, it was great. That efficiency is something that Coach Steve Clifford preaches a, a lot, that it's one thing to be able to flash and score 15, 20, 25 points in a game, but if you recede back and you're not efficient the next five games, then what does it matter for you? Your last 16 games that you played in, you knocked down a three. In your last six games, you scored at least 15 points in each and every one of those contests, averaging just under 20 points per game in that stretch, including leading a very young group of players to a couple of wins. What does that say about you and your development and your continued progress in this league? I would say it just shows that I can play the game the right the right way and uh, take whatever defense gives me. And uh, yeah, I don't I don't really need a ball to play. 
can be efficient. I can play off guys. I can play with the ball. So, yeah, I'm pretty versatile. I can do any, literally anything my coaches ask me to do to help my team win and uh, be efficient and stay on the court. It's your fifth season in the league. You had career highs in terms of field goal percentage, three-point percentage. Was this your best year as an NBA player? Uh, I would say best 20 games. I mean, best... best uh, Best stretch with the Hornets. I feel like yeah, it's been uh, the best one so far with uh, with any team in the NBA. And uh, yeah, it, it was great. I'm really really happy I got here. I'm really happy I got a chance and opportunity to play and uh, show that I can play. Those 20 games. If you were to set it aside and say, okay, this is a full season in and of itself, then it would be career highs in points. You would have had career high in rebounds per game. You would have had a career high in assists per game. Field goal percentage, three point, basically everything. That's great. Great twin games. <laughs> <laughs> what are your hopes for the future? Obviously, you, you came in to Charlotte on an expiring deal and clearly have demonstrated a, a, a great ability there on the floor in those last 20 games. What are you hoping for to come from this offseason? You know, whatever happens, happens. You never, obviously, in the NBA, you never, you literally never know what happens. But again, I love the city. Uh, I love the organization. I love the guys. Uh, obviously, we'd love, we'd love to come back. But again, Whatever happens, happens. I'll just, you know, focus on myself, trying to prepare for next season, wherever I'm going to be, and, uh, you know, trying to, trying to become a better player in person. The focus on yourself, I'm sure, at times could not have always been easy. You're, you're obviously from Ukraine, and, and there's clearly a lot going on in the world right now, and particularly in that part of it. What was it like playing this year, knowing that you have family, friends, people you grew up with that are back there dealing with an awful lot right now? Uh, it's tough. Obviously, uh, like you say, all my friends and family are still back there, and uh, you know, just checking in on them every day, reading the news, yeah, trying to support as much as I can. Yeah, so it's, it's been pretty tough, but again, uh, we all have a job to do, and uh on the other side, basketball is kind of one thing that helped me get off those bad, bad thoughts and, you know, just come in and just uh, enjoy the game and be in peace. We're certainly rooting for the best for, for them and your whole family and everyone everyone back there. Moving forward for you now in, into this offseason, we'll see what happens. We're rooting for the best for you. I say to a lot of the guys who are on expiring deals, I want everyone to make as much money as possible and, and have all success. Hopefully have it all here, but well, you know you know the NBA, there's always churn, so we're, we're certainly rooting for you. In terms of what you want to improve upon, where you'll be better come the start of next season, where do you want to improve over the summer? Literally everything. Every, every time I go into, I'm trying to become a better player overall and yeah, just just work literally on everything, and uh, I feel like mental space. That's that's what everybody kind of forget, and I feel like that's one of the main things that uh, can help players to become better players and just go over a hump. You played with a lot of young guys in your 20 games on the floor here with Charlotte. Recent draft picks like James Booknight, Mark Williams, Nick Richards, basically all the young guys that had been in that mix these last 15, 20 games. What did you see from them? Growth. I feel like whenever they started playing more and, uh, you know, just being in the game and play through some of the mistakes, I feel like everybody learned and they get better as the players and it helped them a lot uh, just to feel what it is to, to play like every game, extended minutes and uh, trying to be efficient and trying to be, you know, helpful in any way to, you know, to help the team win. Being that they're young, the hope, belief, assumption is that best basketball is ahead of them. Obviously, record-wise, over the entirety of the 20-game stretch, the group together was not necessarily going to have a playoff record. But in terms of the growth you've seen, the talent that they have, what do you think the potential is for future seasons with them and hopefully yourself in the mix and the rotation here in Charlotte? Uh, I would say pretty high. If uh, everybody do what they're supposed to do, work hard and 
you know, buy in and what organization trying to do, what coach is trying to preach. I feel like we, we have a really, really uh, bright future and we're trying to build a, build a great culture around here. Last one for you, Svi. Do you have a favorite play, game, moment? You had your career high here in Charlotte. You had those 16 straight games with a made three, six straight with 15 plus points. Is there one game moment that's going to stand out in your mind that that's your signature day in Charlotte? I would say just get on the court. Just, you know, just get an opportunity, opportunity to play. And I feel like that was, you know, the be- best time. Again, uh, just step on the court and play the game and, uh, you know, win, win the games and help the team win, help the team grow. And, uh, yeah, I feel like just the best thing, just step on the court and play. Have a chance, have a chance because, you know, you never know if you're going to play next game. So for me, this last 20 games, I just, uh, you know, I appreciated every game what I played, and uh, it, was, it was a great experience. It has been a lot of fun watching you. We're rooting for you. A lot out of certainly our control, but uh, we will definitely be rooting for you yeah. moving forward. Sfeet, thanks so much for joining us today, and best of luck this offseason. I uh, appreciate it, fellas. Thank you. We'll be back in just a moment with Rob Longo to talk more Sfee Mikhailuk here on the HHC. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Rob, we just talked to Svi Mikhailuk, and he's just got such a wonderful attitude and understanding of the NBA, his place in it, and what he was able to accomplish down the stretch. I said this in our first segment, and I feel... I feel the necessity to say it again. I, I think that the conversation with Svi, based off what he did, it's more about trying to talk yourself out of wanting this guy back on the roster than maybe before he had had the playing time needing to find a way to talk your way into it. Now, he had had other significant runs and was known as a shooter going back to college at Kansas, so it's not like the guy doesn't have the track record to demonstrate that he belongs at this level of competition, but to see him do it for such a long stretch of time with such great consistency, making it three in his last 16 games, scoring 15 or more in his final six averaging almost 20 in that stretch of contest that is not easy to do so to have that kind of substance on his resume now again I I think it shifts the conversation from how do you talk yourself into dedicating a roster spot to Svi Mikhailuk to how do you talk yourself out of it when you know the kind of production he can provide there's a lot to unpack there for sure and I think obviously he made it a lot more difficult of a decision in terms of what he was able to accomplish but at the same time too you just have to look at the overall roster construction of every team in the NBA more or less I mean especially here in Charlotte too you have guys that without those injuries was Svi Mikhailu going to see the floor and obviously I think the answer is probably no but he was able to take advantage of those minutes and of those opportunities and as you heard there in the interview that he had with you or at least what I took away from it was he's a very humble and understanding guy and he realized that this was an opportunity that quite frankly he can't waste and he certainly did not do that and he's grateful for it and just seemed very down to earth in that sense but it's it's just so difficult with the young talent on this team and what direction you want to see those guys go into and obviously with everybody being free agency wise I mean Svi is one of them Kelly and PJ there's a handful of guys on this roster that are in that kind of limbo area so it's very difficult here to see what you want this roster to look like moving forward obviously it's great to have a guy that can light it up from three beyond the arc and shoot 40 percent from three point land but at the same time too it's one of those things where 
You also have to think about money. You have to think about minutes. You have to think about the rotation. There's just a lot to unpack there from start to finish. So if I had the answer to all these questions, I would be in a different wing here at the arena, but I just got to let it all play out. But regardless, he made a case for himself to be on any NBA roster this season moving forward. So in terms of what's next for Svee Mikhailovich, 25 years old, so athletically he's in his prime right now or about to enter into it, and he's obviously in a contract year coming off of the trade. Again, I think he's shown what he can do in extended minutes and if needed in a pinch can come in and plug holes the way he did for Charlotte. But he's also shown that he can contribute even if he's near the end of the bench and doesn't come in very often. And and that kind of reliability is really hard to come by. Players that I, I think he really kind of fits a mold of that we're seeing right now have some significant roles right now, I would say, in the NBA. One is a guy like Ty Jerome, who has roughly the same amount of time in the NBA. He was on a two-way contract this year, but with Golden State. And another one that I like, Javon Carter, uh, someone who's got some significant playing time in the NBA, still a little on the younger side. He's 27, but he's kind of established himself as a good plug-in, backup point guard. So slightly different positionally, but Svima Kailuk shoots the ball so well, I think you can do the same thing or similar things with him as a wing player. And those are just a couple of examples of the kinds of contracts and the kinds of situations where you really might find a Svima Kailuk attractive. Because even though both those teams do have draft picks that they're bringing in and trying to develop along the way, when you're trying to contend for a championship and you need to plug someone in, you want someone like Svi Mikhailuk who has a track record behind them and a body of work to support it. Now, what's the other side of us? We've been doing this devil's advocate thing with all of our guys who are in contract situations. Having a reliable player at the end of the bench comes at the cost of not having a prospect there who maybe you believe could end up becoming a a superstar. We're drafting players so young right now in the NBA that you really don't know for three or four years what they might potentially become. And that potential is so enticing that you see teams often dedicate the end of their bench to those types of guys that have high upside and you're you're hoping and trusting that that person will reach such heights that it makes worth the investment. Now, how much more do you need or want beyond someone who averaged almost 20 a night for the last two weeks of a season like Sfi McKaylee? I don't know what the answer to that is, but that's part of the equation here that goes in. And again, from when Sfi McKaylee came to the team until now, I believe truly the conversation has shifted to what is the reason to try and keep a, a Svima Kailuk here because he didn't have much on-court time prior to his arrival to what's the reason not to keep him here? And that's a testament to how hard he worked. And hopefully, whether it's here in Charlotte or somewhere else in the NBA, this player who played so well in the last couple months of the season gets that opportunity to continue his NBA career and hopefully play for a winner like nothing more than that winner to be right here in Charlotte. Well, that's the thing, too. I mean, if you search up and down and you say, I need a guy that can come off the bench cold and hit two or three threes a game and be consistent, that guy's going to be Steve McKayluke. I mean, he has done such a great job fitting in that role, and that's why I think this is a very important offseason. You heard Steve talk about how he just wants to improve on everything, but, I mean, I don't know how much more you can improve on a three-point shot. I mean, I, I guess I guess the sky's the limit, but, I mean, at the end of the day, too, you just have to think about some of the other stuff. So maybe just, you know, I thought he fed in well, and he fit in well with 
the philosophy defensively from Steve Clifford this season, but then you also have to look at finishing at the rim, trying to develop a mid-range, just all kind of different things that you can certainly work on too, because if he just adds more pieces to that bag of his and those tools that he has, then it's only going to make him more valuable, and I think you can say that about any guy, obviously, but based on what Svi has right now, he has that one thing that he's really, really good at. It's just trying to fix everything else around it to just improve it to be that much better to make him a more desirable person, because if they're there, then he's certainly going to see a lot more minutes, and he's going to solidify a rotation spot somewhere in the NBA, whether that's here or somewhere else on another team. He did a really good job with the minutes he had with the Hornets. There is no question about that. We'll look forward to seeing the future for Svi Mikhailuk. Future here for the Hornets Hivecast. Two days' time, we've got maybe our most anticipated podcast of this player profile series. We're going to be talking to and about LaMelo Ball. He is on the schedule for Monday, so hopefully you'll tune in for that edition of the HAC. Till then, Rob Longo, thanks as always for joining me here. As always, still feeling weird that we're only having these podcasts almost every other day, every two days here throughout the summer, but still more to come, still news to cover. I, I want to make sure your golf game is is really good. Oh, the you boss know. wasn't supposed to know about that. <laughs> Rob Lago, thanks as always for joining me here. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. For everyone here, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We will talk to you Monday with LaMelo Ball right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.